start at the beginning. And by the way, maybe we should break this into pregnancy and birth because I feel like this is long. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, this feels long. All right. So, Keith, are you still okay? I'm assuming he is. Keith, Keith doesn't care about us. He's gone. He's like, what are you talking about? Diapers and placentas right. and shit? I that stuff going on. I don't on. blame you. I have things happening. He passed out when he heard the diaper and he's still on the floor smelling salts. <laughs> Welcome to Pushing Past Polite, where we talk about what matters and make the world more just. I'm Corey. And I'm Laura. And we're so glad you're here. Um, Folks, today we are so excited to be with you and share a bit vulnerably. Like, this is kind of vulnerable stuff right here. Um, I hope you're ready for it. We're going to talk a bit about our pregnancy stories. Um, Before we get started talking about this topic, we just want to recognize that it can be particularly sensitive for folks. And so we want to let you know that up front, that we will be talking a bit about miscarriage and loss, pregnancy loss, uh, as well as our pregnancy experiences, which were mostly positive. Um, But just wanted to share that in case this is something that's a bit hard for you to hear right now. Feel free to skip and take care of yourself. Corey, I heard that pregnancy came up in a topic at work. Well, not exactly. Not exactly no? a topic at work. I was... Okay, HR, don't panic. Yes, yes. It, but I was talking to a colleague. We were not at work, but I was talking to a colleague. So we were talking about just, you know, children, blah, blah, blah. She's like magic with little people. I personally think it's because she has a very pure soul and a kind spirit, and little people mm-hmm. see that, and they're just drawn to her, yes. right? Um, and so we were, we were talking... And she was like, yeah, you know, I don't want any children, but if I ever had any, I don't think I would be, I would carry them. We'd have to source that out, basically. (laughs) We'd have to find another way to make that happen. Yes. And I was, I said, really? I loved being pregnant. And she was like, really? I said, yeah, both times. I loved being pregnant. She was like, you need to talk about this because every person that I talk to has shared a different kind of story. And I said, really? The people who most of the people, not all, but most of the people who I have talked to have enjoyed their pregnancy experiences. Um, But I just loved it to the point that, you know, when I was pregnant with my second baby, I was like, I could do this. Like if someone needed help carrying a baby, I could do that. I really enjoy this space, you know, of being pregnant. And she was like, wow, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say I'm going to elect to do this just for kicks. Yeah. And so then when I shared that with you, you said something very similar to what I said. I lit up immediately and said pregnancy was one of the most fun things that I've ever, like, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, And I, if I were younger, and if, I'll just say in general, if I had known how good on the whole things would turn out with my three and how well they get along and everybody's healthy and doing well. Like, I probably would have had a fourth. My husband would not agree. Oh, wow. Slow down there. Uh. <laughs> okay, fine. I will tell you, I nannied for a family that had four children. And I remember being like, this is heaven. This is perfection. I want this. And then when it was my turn to have my own, it was like, oh, God, this is a lot more work than I thought. But now that they're older yeah. and doing well, I'm like, I could have done one more round, right? Could you? Could I don't you? know. I mean, 
It's like you say that you say that now that they're what six, yeah, seven, nine, and eleven, seven, nine, and eleven. But were you saying that when they were <laughs> zero, two, no. and the thing, four? Like, it's the it's only because of hindsight that I say that I was dying. I mean, I struggled moving from one to yeah. two. Forget even two to three. What are we it talking was about? It was nuts. Yeah, nuts. Exactly. Okay, so can we yeah. talk a little bit about? Um, no more morning drinking, okay? <laughs> Talking about for a fourth baby. You better that it's wine a good bottle dang down. Thing. Woman. My husband's outside right now and did not hear me say that. He would have come in and freaked. No way. No way. Um, and don't worry, there will be no more babies. We've we've taken all the measures. Amen. Yes, yes, Amen. It is it is decided. So talk to me a little bit about like how I obviously not details about your evening, you know, and all that about conception, but like tell me, like, was was pregnancy something that was difficult for you to achieve or no? Even though you were a little older. No, mm-hmm. it was not. And that also makes me very yeah. sensitive about for people who have a different Absolutely experience. Right. So my first pregnancy was a loss. And we were right at the it was like right before I was supposed to go for the confirmation mm-hmm. appointment. Right around eight weeks. Yeah. And it was horrible. It, I was by myself. My husband was working out of town. We had this window of time over a couple of years where he was out of town during the week a lot of the time. So he was just like driving down there and staying during the week. He had a extended stay hotel in these places. And so he mm. was gone. And I started, we had just come back from Louisiana celebrating his mom's birthday and I hadn't told we hadn't really told anybody anyone because I wanted to have the confirmation appointment but I was experiencing some things that I felt like weren't right when I was there and um I was you know Google is like the worst thing you could possibly do because it's always dire right. right and so anyway we got back from that And those symptoms started to progress until it was just like almost unbearable. And so I was, I don't need to describe all the details, but it was just a very traumatic experience to be alone, to go through a, to be alone. And not have a roadmap for this, for this to be your first experience and have this happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, the follow up was because, with like two or three days later, I had my appointment with my OB. And so there was no heartbeat, obviously, there was nothing. And so then it was, I was going in for blood work and it was evident that I had been pregnant, but the hormone levels yeah. were dropping rapidly. So, um, that, so it was confirmed. So then, and, and leading up to that, it was like, I had an IUD and I just took it out and I was just like, okay, we'll just see what happens. We weren't actively trying. We just were actively no longer right. preventing, right. Yep. if that makes sense, right? So that was like September, October of 2018, I think. And so May, June of 2019, I was, right? Yes, Is that right? because you had him in February 2020. Yeah, in yes. February. Mm-hmm. So like May, May-ish uh, of 2019, I got pregnant. And I actually think it's hilarious one of my friends, uh, he was celebrating his 50th birthday and he is fabulous and extravagant. So he had two parties in New York, in Brooklyn. And I was like, if you need help, let me know. So I went up to help him for both of the parties. And my husband 
didn't go to the first one, but he came for the second one. And um, my friend was like, all right, now you kids go, go make some babies. I think we did. <laughs> Success. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the uh, directive. Thank you, sir. The cosign here in the directive. Yeah. So, so it wasn't challenging, but we also were not like intently yeah. trying. And so we, we refer to, or I refer to our children as our love children, mm. that we were just, you know, doing what lovers do. <laughs> and um, we were blessed and fortunate enough that our bodies yeah. were receptive to that. And we didn't have to get any additional assistance in doing what lovers do. We didn't have to do any of that, that for both of our kids, it came kind of easy. The second one, we were not, I was not. We I see were, your face. You I see your face. You see my face. Not at yeah. that soon. And so the story behind that one is my oldest one came like in February. I was nursing and all that kind of stuff. And then he was about six-ish months. And I said, I probably should get on birth control. He was like six yep. or eight months, something like that. And I was like, yeah, I should probably get on birth control. And so I called my OB and I have migraines. So we have to be strategic about the things that we try. And so um, she gave me a prescription and I hadn't gone to pick it up. I was like waiting for my period. I'm like, okay, when my period yep. comes, I'll go pick it up and then I'll start, right? Keep the cycles aligned. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let me guess. Something happened between the pickup and the ordering. No, the period never came. So I never oh. picked it up. <laughs> it <already happened. laughs> my bad. No. I thought he's like, okay, this is my chance. That's so funny. No. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. The period never came because I was already knocked up. Evidently. Ev ev evidently. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I went back, to see my OB, uh, she she's was like, like, how's that birth control working for you? Yeah. And then she was like, wait a minute. Your last period was <laughs> carry the one at 30. She What's happening? Like, I guess we're going to have a ultrasound today. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. And so I had a heartbeat. And wow. And yeah, I was expecting. And, and it was it's funny because they recommend that the minimum is 18 months apart hmm. in terms of women's health and your body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting that you give, you give birth at minimum 18 months apart. And I was like, well, I just eked it in because they're 19 months apart. Oh, well, listen, I appreciate you following the guidelines. Thank you for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even, even though I didn't do it intentionally. Wow. Yeah. And so, and, and it was great. My older one was very sweet and he was still very small, you know, and. But he looked like a giant after was, you brought that baby home, didn't he? I know so wild. he was so sweet with him and you know they're they're buddies they they fight and play and all the things and um we moved and did construction in our new house and we got into our new house 2 weeks before the second baby came I almost didn't make it to the hospital with the second one wow with the first one my water broke and oh my goodness with the first so First of all, we should be talking about these things. Let's just let's just put all this stuff on the table. With my first son, my water broke, but I had no contractions. Mm -hmm. So I went back to sleep and my husband had like been drinking that night and he was still a little intoxicated. So I was like, we'll yeah, because it was like, it yeah, it was like midnight. You know what I mean? So we had just gone to bed like two or three hours earlier and I was like, yeah, let's just sleep it off. There's there were no contractions. There was nothing happening. 
So you're going to enjoy this. So I did not have, even though I had been to the birthing classes and all of this stuff, I didn't know. I It never registered for me what your water breaking means, mm-hmm. right? And so my water broke and it just kept, fluid just uh-huh. kept coming out of my body. You know what I did when right? it happened to me? I went right in the shower and I just stood there. I was like, uh... <laughs> My husband, so as like, the engineer that he is, rigged like a diaper type contraption to get me to the hospital. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, get towels, yeah. get duct tape. I don't know what to do. This is bizarre. This is bizarre. It's bizarre. It's really yes. weird. Yes. Yes. And so I went back to bed. In your diaper? <laughs> we had towels oh and God. I did have a diaper, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck? And so, yeah, what the heck? Nobody told you So this. I went back you to bed. use this phrase, like you're supposed to know what this means. You're supposed to know what this means. So if your water breaks, go to the hospital. I'm saying this to whoever's listening. Just go. Go to the hospital. So I, but I wasn't having any contractions. That's why I didn't go. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, so in the morning, it's like 7 a.m. I call my doula and she says, yeah, you probably should call your doctor. And so I called the doctor. I spoke to the nurse practitioner. She was like, yeah, you should go to the hospital. But because I have Kaiser, we I am from California where Kaiser has hospitals. Mm-hmm. But here in this region, Kaiser does not have hospitals. So they have partner hospitals. So they had to call to make sure that there was space at the hospital that oh, I was supposed to be going God, to. Stop. So there was. It was Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> and it was actually it was actually Super Bowl Sunday. The doctor on duty is like, oh shit. So we get dressed. All the things, all the things, Laura. So we get dressed. I'm just like gushing out liquid at this point, right? Yes. I have these like these cloth diapers yes, that I'm wearing. And my husband gets dressed. He puts on jeans, hard bottom shoes, Mm-mm. a button-down <laughs> shirt or a polo to shirt. To go in for an interview or a, to meet the child? A vest and a jacket. Sweetheart. He has... No clothes for himself, no draws, no nothing, no, nothing. You're going to be staying so, a little while. Get comfy. Yeah. So I didn't know. And I'm like, I can't supervise this. No. I, ha- I'm, I have my own stuff going on here. Yes. So we get in the car and we are leaving to go to the hospital. And the hospital is to the right. And <laughs> my husband is going to the left. It's not real. It's not happening. And if I'm I don't like, go there, it won't happen, right? Yeah, I'm like, where are you going? He's like, oh, I just want to get some coffee. I was like, okay. No. Like, like we've already slept it off. Okay. Uh, You'll get some crappy hospital hospital coffee, honey. You'll be fine. That's basically, yeah. I was like, yeah, no. We've we've done the delay. Yeah. We can't wait We need to go to the hospital. Right. We need to go to the hospital. And so... The hospital experience for the first one was okay. The doctor who received me, so my doctor was not available. She was actually studying for her boards okay. that were going to be the following week or something. So she didn't come. But the the doctor who received me, she was great. The, hus- the doctor who delivered my son was not as great. Mm. And, like, she was kind of shaming me for not coming to the hospital sooner. Mm. And, helpful at um, this point, not helpful. Yeah, not helpful. It's like it it is what it is, yes. right? Um, and so like that experience with the, my nurse was amazing. 
I the nurse, her name was Lisa. She was very kind and attentive. And she was giving me the more complete information. Like the doctor would drop something and I and it and then Lisa would kind of give more complete information. And my dad is a physician. So I started calling him and he was on the phone for some of the things and would chime in because as a black woman mm -hmm. in a hospital giving birth, even though my doctor was also a black woman, there was just a level of discomfort that I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to have another medical professional who I know, love and trust yes. here. And I had my doula there. So she was awesome. And so we were in there. It was like my hospital room was like a whole vibe. My doula brought like some little sparkly lights. We had a speaker. This is had, the most uh, Corey thing I've ever heard in my life. I had a soundtrack going. Um, the vibe was really great because I was, they had to induce my labor because I still was not contracting. And um, so I got to like four centimeters and I was like, okay, yeah, can I get that epi? Yeah. Where's the epidural yeah. at? And once I got the epidural, I was able to relax. Um, and then I started working. So I wasn't progressing that fast. And I, and like time was just going and going. And so once I realized that I could be more active of an active part. participant in the advancement of my labor, that's what I started doing. And so like during my contractions, I started doing things to help open up my body more um, from the bed because I had the epidural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't going anywhere. But like, I wasn't going anywhere. But between 10 p.m. and midnight, and my baby was born at like just after midnight. So he could have been born on 2-2-2020, but he was born on 2-3-2020. Between 10 p.m. and midnight. Why did you have to midnight, stretch so well? Why Why didn't you just take it a little easier? Right. That's exactly. so good. Um, I went from like 7 to 10 where I had been there almost all day and I had gone from four to seven in like seven hours mm -hmm. in two hours. I like jumped cause I was working yes. a little bit more. And then he was, he was in my arms within like a few pushes, but the cord was around his neck. Uh oh, that's so traumatic. And, and so like they let me kiss him, but then they took him cause he was blue. Mm. And so they had to, you know, give him some, formula milk to get his like and his like blood sugar was low like one of the tests that they run right away okay. so like they gave him some formula milk and they they did a few things um and he was early so i was at 36 weeks and five days so that's called um late preemie or something okay. like that so 37 weeks is what they consider full term okay. so it was just like late but still early mm -hmm. and uh so we had to stay extra because he was early mm -hmm. and there were all these tests that he had to do. Like there was this car seat test that they had him. And I, I was like, look, husband, no one leaves the baby's side. So yeah. if I'm not with That's him, right. you're with him. That's right. He does not leave this room without one of us. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's what we that's what we did. And they did a lot of the stuff in the room too, but they had to do this car seat test that required him to be in the nursery. So I went, we went and, the nurse was like, you don't have to stay here. He's okay. Go, you need to rest. Mm. And so I stayed with him for like 45 minutes. And then I went back to my room and rested. But then I woke up and he was not in my room. Oh, did you freak out? Yes. 
And I called them and I was like, uh, where is he? I've been sleeping for hours, you know, a couple of hours. And why isn't he back here? Whatever. It was okay. He was fine. Um, yeah. And, and while we were in the hospital, it was so funny. While we were in the hospital, it was gorgeous outside this year. The Super Bowl here was gorgeous. The day that we got, the day that we got released, it was a wintry mix. It's a good thing you passed that car seat test. Yeah. Yeah. And then like we had only had our that car for not very long and we couldn't figure out how to turn off the setting so that the seat would stop moving. And so we just sold the car and got a new car. Also because, a very like, Corey the, thing to do. I love this. Yeah, about you. You're like, was, this is not serving me. I don't want it anymore. I, yeah, I got to get out of here. So we just like got rid of that because it was his his car seat didn't seem secure to me. Mm. I'm like, I'm not driving around with it. And I couldn't figure out how to turn the thing off because the seat would back up, you know, like. When you turn the car yes. off, it backs up so you get can in get comfortably. out. Yes. Yes. I couldn't figure out how to turn that off. And so it kept backing up into his the seat. And then, so when we were trying to install the car seat, the seat was back because that's how it goes. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? And so it was on the one corner on the driver's side because he was in the middle. I was like, yeah, we just going to get rid of this. We're going to start over. And we'll just, we'll just start over in something else. And so that's what we did. And, um, and then we got, a different car once we had the second baby. Yep, that sounds right. We did that too. It was mm -hmm. minivan time for mm -hmm. us. I know you're too cool for that, but mm -hmm. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, we we just have a we just have a, a SUV, but we only have two kids, so the SUV still works for yeah. us. Minivan is next level for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know some people have like sweet minivans. I I remember a coworker of mine. He. And his partner, they had a minivan. And I was like, oh, I never had a minivan. He's like, what are you talking about? My minivan is so freaked out. And he was talking about it. And I was like, all right, I feel you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, it can be a good life. It can be a good life. It's the other side. I recognize you do give up some cool points, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, when, when my sister travels, she always rents a minivan. She doesn't rent a SUV. She wants the she comfort. She always rents the minivan. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when she's home, she has two, they have two SUVs, but they're older too yeah. now, so. Okay, so I'm mm -hmm. hearing a lot of similarities in terms of the pregnancy experience and even a little bit of the hospital one, but um, that was super interesting. I, I'm really intrigued by the idea of the vibe in your room. <laughs> Mine was not like a celebration. Mine was like, okay, we got to do this mechanically. And yeah. just, I didn't want any extra people, none of that, but. Oh, there were so many people in my room. Did you have like a Louisiana Mardi Gras band doing the whole like two step in? What's so happening? my my brother in law is getting married right soon, and the woman, my soon to be sister in law, she was there. They hadn't even been yeah. dating that long, and I was like, "Hey, welcome to the family. <laughs> Come on in. Here's all the things. See me yeah, in like, my after delivery undies. Wow, wow, that's a lot." We had some visitors yeah. for a couple of days, but um, we also were there. Well, that's a whole other story. Okay. Should I start at the beginning? Start at the beginning. Okay. So pregnancy for us similarly came very, very easily. Um, supernatural, like not supernatural, like. <laughs> I mean, it was a good experience. But kind of. <laughs> but kind of anyway. Like it's. It's amazing. Creating life is a miracle. It is freaking amazing. Like, and being able to go from conception to birth and come out of it alive and whole and healthy 
is a fucking miracle. It is. It is. It is both natural and a miracle, right? Where I can say, okay, yeah, yes. science, and this is what happens, and blah blah blah. But it's also awe-inspiring and incredible. So speaking yes. about what our coworker said about this idea of enjoying pregnancy, I loved the feelings of flutters early on and knowing that was my baby. I loved mm -hmm. the kicks, except for when they were on your bladder, right? Like that was not so fun. Yeah. But even so, it was entertaining. I loved seeing their little, it's creepy, seeing their little hands go across your belly. I mean, it was incredible. I didn't have, I didn't have all of it. Oh, girl. I felt a lot of things happening. In fact, after I gave birth, I was like, my stomach is so boring now. Like my midsection is so boring. I was so entertained by this, watching it change yeah. shape and roll and more oh. my second one than my first. My first one was real chill. Yeah. The second one was more what you're describing, I, like hands and feet. Yeah. And, mm, yeah. I'm here and I'm going to let you know. I'm going to throw myself yes. around. Yes, I yes, loved it. Yes. So um, my husband is an engineer and his in his ideal world, this was like when we were dating. Well, after we had decided to have children, he's like, I'd really like two children, one of each and two years apart sounds nice. And I was like, well, the way I, we could, I was open to adoption, too. So our thought was we'll have the first child and then maybe we'll adopt the other gender of the second child. How ridiculous and naive were we about all the things? But anyway, adorable. You know, I've learned so much about adoption since then, too, in terms of how much trauma is inherent in that for it, it's a lot. You can't go into that as like, oh, little solution to oh. check a box. That's ridiculous. Right. No. So anyway, yes. we've grown up. Um, had we tried to get pregnant and first month we tried, got pregnant with our first child, um, had him and exactly, you know, again, start, figured, OK, let's start trying again. This is about the time. Started trying, had the second baby two years and 10 days after oh the my first. Gosh. So we achieved the two-year goal. Happened to be boy and girl. We could not control that, of course. Right. But like, right. check the box. Hey, he controlled it. Oh, my God. Don't tell him. Don't give him that much credit. <laughs> I know from a chromosome perspective he did, but let's not have him think he was like, mm, that one. Bam. Bam. Shoot it. Shoot. Boom. I'm giving you a girl. Survey says X Y girl. Oh my God, you're so funny. <laughs> so we found out the gender both times with the first two. I wanted to know. I needed to mm -hmm. plan like all of this. And um, then similar to your story about nursing and like, oh maybe we should think about birth control. Um, we had play again two kids and done. I was interested in potentially more, but that was an open conversation. It was not a we've decided, and I certainly was not enthusiastic mm -hmm. about. A third because it was so hard for us to go from one to two. It was so hard. Mm -hmm. um, we went mm -hmm. from me like both of us watching this sweet thing and okay, you got dinner, I got the baby to like oh god, both hands, all hands on deck. And oh, yeah, it's all deck. It was a that was a big shift for us. So yeah. when uh, I will never forget the third one's conception. I won't tell you all the details, but it was the birthday party, the evening of the birthday party for my first two. We were celebrating, because again, they're 10 days apart, right? We're celebrating the oldest one turning three, the youngest one turning a year. And we were like, we made it. We made it. We made it a year with two kids. I am so Look proud us. of us. Look at I us. I love you so much. We did. We did it. And then we did something else. And I remember saying. And then you did it. We sure did. And I remember saying, <laughs> are you sure? Like, do we want to stop this whole thing right now and find something in the house to make this yeah. safer? And we both were like, meh. I mean, at that point, did not have a period, um, was still nursing the 12-month-old. So, mm -hmm. again, I knew that it was possible. It wasn't super likely. Bam. Pregnant. 
Hey, Hi. hey, baby number three. Hi. And when I told hey, him, girl, hey, and when I told my very well mannered, calm husband, this did not fit in his spreadsheet. He dropped f bomb. Oh my god, what the hell? I was like, excuse me, do you remember? Uh, you were there. Remember that remember time? That you were there. Remember that time we both yeah. mutually decided that we weren't right. gonna do anything about this? Right. Remember? Yeah. Remember that sweet, sweet love? <laughs> remember all that? <laughs> I was there. Were you there? This fits her personality. This child's two AT because she is just as wild as can be. It fits her personality perfectly that she came in unexpected. It's the best gift ever. Yeah. Can't imagine life mm-hmm. without her. Um, but so I will say, all my pregnancies were easy in the turn in the sense that I maybe had a little bit of nausea, but like a little bit here and there, not like extended first trimester stuff. I ate. Yes. I had a couple little food aversions or food cravings, but that's normal. I still don't like a lot of chicken, like raw chicken, like not raw chicken. Obviously, that's gross. But like a thick cut of chicken kind of makes me. Bleh. And I still love tomato. I had tomatoes like crazy with my second child. I mm. ate so much tomatoes. Um, so like things like that. But I just enjoyed knowing that that was happening. I loved having that little shelf to put yes. my hands on. I loved people kind of, you know, again, to some degree doting on you and look how cool. Yeah. Now that you, if you have a belly that's too large, it's not exactly something people dote on or something that people are always proud of, right? Not that they shouldn't be, but um, so it was an amazing experience and I absolutely loved it. Pregnancy was bliss. It was absolute bliss. Yeah, it was. I loved it. I loved it. It I loved really, it. yeah, same. Whew. All right. Pregnancy. It's no joke, but it's also pretty darn wonderful in our view. Um, so, Corey, thanks for sharing all that. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for sharing. Three yeah. times the charm. <laughs> and, oh, and um, done. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful miracle. And it's something that has been a real privilege of my life to experience. Um, so how about this? How about we do this again, but maybe take it a step further in the vulnerability scale? Birth stories. Dun, dun, dun. Because the babies are on this side now, so that had to happen. Yeah, this was a fixed-in-time event. We're definitely, we had to transition the planes, if you will. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening to Pushing Past Polite, where we talk about what matters and make the world more just. I'm Laura. I'm Corey. We'll see you for the birth story. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Pushing Past Polite. We encourage you to go deeper in your trusted spaces or find new space for good conversation. You'll find content to help you get started on our social media channels. We're at Pushing Past Polite on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Pushing Past Polite is an independent podcast with Corey and Laura from Just Educators. Our cover art was designed by Rachel Welsh de Iga of De Iga Designs. And our audio is produced by Keith at Headset Media. Until next time, don't get stuck talking about the weather. Push past polite. See you next time.